Have you ever had a near-death experience? Or perhaps someone you know may have had a near-death experience. Well, if so, we would love to hear your story and have you as a guest on our podcast. For more information, visit nde.world. Again, that's nde.world. We would love to hear your story. Welcome to the NDE World Podcast, where we explore the magical, mystical, and spiritual world of near-death experiences. And now, Ashton Lewis and Daphne Lynn. Welcome back to the NDE World Podcast. I am your host, Ashton Lewis, and this is my partner in crime, Miss Daphne Lynn. Good morning, Daphne Lynn. Good morning. Uh, hello. Oh, yeah, that's right. Hello. How are you? <laughs> I we got to remember that. Yeah, I keep forgetting. Tom. I keep forgetting. Yeah, I keep forgetting that some, you know, some people are listening at, you know, midday or evening, nighttime, whenever. It's not always morning, but it's morning here when we're producing the show. So it just kind of comes right. out like so that, especially when you're looking out morning outside the window there. You can it's see dark. it. Yeah. <laughs> little bit of daylight off in the distance kind of starting to trickle in so so we welcome you guys those of you who don't know who we are we are the nde world podcast and uh for more information go to our website that is nde.world again nde.world and if you've got a story that pertains to any of these things that we do ranging from the spiritual experiences out-of-body experiences unexplained phenomena um Near-death experiences, all of these things. We'd love to hear your story. Mystical happenings, Mystical, supernatural, supernatural. Yeah, anything. Aliens. That's I cool. mean, come on. People see stuff all the time. Yeah. Give us a call. Contact Absolutely. us. Yeah. Contact us. Yeah. Go to nde world, and we will be glad to uh, bring you on and have your story on our show. We'd love to hear your story. Now, uh, a lot of our shows we do what's called the actual NDE review, where we actually go into personal experiences of NDEers and try to find spiritual nuggets. Okay, we're we're actually spiritual treasure hunters. That's what we're going to start considering ourselves, spiritual treasure hunters. So we like to we like to really go into these near-death experiences and try to get, you know, whatever uh, nuggets that we can get from them and, you know, share with others or and apply in our yeah. lives or anything like that. We like going nug hunting. <laughs> Nugging. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, and uh, for those of you who don't know, if you want to do more research, we get our uh, our recordings are, are taken from the actual nderf.org. That's the letters N-D-E-R-F.org. And uh, that has, that's uh, Dr. Jeffrey Long's site where they have thousands upon thousands of actual medically and scientifically backed up and recorded and documented uh, near-death experiences. So we take these near-death experiences and break them down. They're, they're very common elements. And then we look for those, you know, the common threads, but also whatever kind of nuggets that we can find mixed up in there. Oh, and there's some good ones too. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it is. It I is. walk away smiling every time I, I, I we do an episode because, I mean, it's just, it, in, it's enlightening for me. I mean, and I hope it is for the listeners too, because there's so much we can learn from these. Absolutely. Well, with that being said, let's go ahead and jump on today's first clip and see what kind of nuggets we can get from that. Sounds good to me. Let's do it. Yes, and we are rolling. 
One summer when the temperature was soaring above 105 degrees my brother begged and persuaded my mother and my other two sisters to go to the Komal River to escape the summer heat. My mother was a little uncomfortable about going but she understood about the escape of Texas's unbearable heat, we went to Komal River nearby New Braunfels, Texas. To make this story brief. Hundreds or probably thousands of Texas teens swarmed over the fence and ignored the warning sign of dangers there. Some teens jumped over the bridge into the river, about 20 feet or more. The heat was really unbearable during that time. Imagine people walking with bare feet on hot rocks or a hot sidewalk. They were hopping to avoid the feeling of burning bare feet. One afternoon I was about 10 years old, friends or family members could get separated easily by the water's currents and get lost somewhere in the river. I was pulled down to the side and I grabbed the sidewalk and arrived at the ladder to get out then I searched for my brother or sisters with no luck. I walked to a farther, small dam, looking less dangerous than the first one. I decided to walk over the small dam, which has a lot of water falling over it. The water falling down was about 4 feet to 6 feet, I believe. I walked and slipped down because the alg was so slippery. I was rather an excellent swimmer. I did not panic but was very aware of the water's strong current. Down the waterfall, I tried to fight the current and get my body away. I got caught by an undertow current and I tried to swim out. The direction out was lost on me. I could not figure which direction was up, down or right, or even left. I panicked and was very scared what happened to me. I screamed in the water for help, my thoughts were on my mother and family. Water got into my mouth and the breathing ceased to none. My body felt so cold and my brain closed down on me. Blackness covered everything around me. I realized that the door of life was closed on me. My body said, is that the death experience? Is that it? Then I blacked out, then ticking of electricity jolts hit my feet and swarmed all the way from my feet to my head and my body found such awe over the feeling. Right away, my life was shown in a flashing increments of movie rolling year by year individual by individual. My first favorite flashing was when I was born out and my mother's beautiful face was shown for the first time in my life. I did not realize how much love my mother has for me. Second flashing was I was playing with my brother and sisters and the closeness I felt being with them. Third flashing was my father throwing my body up in the air, a lot of laughter and some puzzled feeling flashing. Then the rolls went fast, faster and I felt so many stars bursting all over my head or body. It was so unreal. Then I saw a light at the end of the tunnel bursting toward me. My spirit or soul was caught into the light tunnel. I flew through the light tunnel. I could still remember the feeling even today. Only description I could give you is the feeling was almost identical to the movie, Contact, the new built ball spacecraft falling down the giant Eurospace machine. 
The actress went through the tunnel right away and she could see outside space by her ball space shuttle. That's what I saw when I was zoomed through the tunnel. I could see some universe by the tunnel's transparency. Such awesome feeling flying through the tunnel at light speed, I arrived at the boundary while floating my body near the boundary. I was shocked how much load was lifted off my shoulders such as many ridiculous rules or laws being imposed on us people. For the first time I realized how much bondage we had from the government or churches, it was lifted off my shoulders. And at the same time all of the light conscience of laws was, I could not find the right word to describe the experience. It's much like a hurricane drawing all energy toward eye of the storm. It's almost the same feeling of drawing all knowledge and conscience of real beings into my body and mind, one example when I approached the boundary. No explanation was necessary for me to understand, at the age of 10, that once I crossed the boundary, I could never come back, period. I was more than thrilled to cross. I intended to cross, but my ancestors over another boundary side caught my attention. They were talking in telepathy, which caught my attention. I was born profoundly deaf and had all hearing family members, which all of them knew sign language. I could read or communicate with about 20 ancestors of others and mine through telepathic methods. It overwhelmed me. I could not believe how many people I could telepathize with simultaneously, I saw the unexplained community, scenic in buildings, not built by people but obviously by some kind of supernatural builder. The megacity was almost so perfect and flawless. I saw the perfect megacity through my ancestors. One of my grandmothers or great-grandmothers or even great-great-grandmothers was surprised and puzzled that I arrive at the boundary. All of them showed their shocked surprise that I arrived. They were not expecting me at all. But they opened their arms welcoming me to come over. One of my ancestors telepathized, why is he here? Is he supposed to be here now, asking others, I am surprised too. I thought his time was in the short future, but not now. Another jumped in radiantly full of love and joy to see my presence and open my eyes to our new future. I could not even describe in words what I saw. Sorry, I am lost with the words, in a flashing second. An angel approached me firmly and questioned me, what are you doing here? I was so shocked at his question. At the first glimpse of my guardian angel, I knew that he was there when my mother gave birth to me and that he shared the joy and said that my birth was a completed task in his listing. I looked at him with such an inspired feeling. I felt so close to him but he pushed me one step away. He asked me telepathically. What happened? I did not care what happened, I was fulfilled and bursting with joy and love. I wanted to go over the boundary right away. My angel approached me firmly then scanned me and saw right through me that I drowned. I was so shocked that he knew by scanning through me without any conversation. The firm statement from my own guardian angel was your time is not up now. 
You have some unfinished business to do. Go back. At first, I shrugged and tried to sneak beside him. He moved like lightning and put his hand toward me. I felt my body being pulled at incredible speed backward, the light of the tunnel zoomed out of my eyes, and I was slapped back into my body with such forcible hands. I felt my body once again and I was puzzled to why I am still in my body. I woke up and realized that I was still in the water and I felt that I actually breathed in the water, which is not the case. I heard a voice speaking, stand straight firmly. Without any question, I stood straight and I felt a big hand wrapping around my body and took my body out of the fall current. And my body was pushed to the end of the land where I grabbed for control. I got out of the water and my mouth poured all the water out of my body on the land. And we are back. That's a cool little story. Miss Stephanie, would you like to start off on your comments there? Most definitely. Oh my gosh. Um, we say I say this a lot. The uh, door to life, door of life, is the, the term that he used um, as he was experience going through this experience of leaving his body after it felt cold and everything. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and electricity all throughout his body. That's when he had to hit blackened out. Yeah, let's kind of go more focusing on that. That's kind of like where the actual. NDE, I guess, really kind of started kicking in, wouldn't you say? Like when he actually blacked out mm-hmm. and it, he got all the, felt all these electric jolts throughout the body. Uh, and if you notice here, he went, like many cases do, and we've heard about this, he went straight into his life review. You know, some people go through the tunnel and go do this and do that and do mm-hmm. things, and then they'll have their life review. It's all different for everyone. Exactly. Uh, however, we do hear a lot of times, depending on the person, you know, sometimes they go straight into a life review. Now, this look, this was well, like a little ten-year-old, from what I understand, yeah, ten-year-old yeah. kid. So, but uh, he went straight into his life review, and he saw when he was born, and his little brothers and sisters, and father throwing him up as a baby. And mm-hmm. you know, I thought it was nice when he said he, when he, he remembered recalling seeing his mother's face for the first time, and the love that love that she, that she felt had. for him. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. Well, we got the stars bursting, and then the light at the end of the tunnel. That he flew through. And if anybody's ever seen the movie Contact, I, I knew exactly what he was distra- describing when he said this. Because I have seen that movie. So um, it was interesting that that's the effect that um, the tunnel had on him. But he said he saw some universe. So yeah, that was tunnel. interesting. Is he Was it our universe? Was it another universe? Just a part of this universe, I mean, that was that was a, a statement that, like, hmm, makes you go, hmm. Yeah, yeah. And here's where it gets good, in my opinion. Yes. Where he, um, you know, after he had floated out to the boundaries, he said that he he started to really think about the ridiculous rules and the bondage that mankind is under due to religion, uh, the church political world these exactly. things like that um would you like to comment on that, that yeah he said that those things were lifted from him so that's very interesting that you know and we've been hearing this that there's no religion those things don't matter on that other side everything from this world is purged yeah and and that's what we're seeing right here is is that purge from religious dogma and, and 
politics. And like it says here, that words can't explain the experience. And, of course, we get that all the time. Yeah, exactly. You don't have words in English. Right. Not just English humans, should I say. We don't have words as (laughs) as humans to describe that experience, you know. No explanation, he says. Yeah, interesting. He was going through this area, and he said he he saw the boundary and knew that if he went that far, he couldn't come back. back. But he said, and this is where it really gets interesting, is he said he heard his ancestors through telepathy, and and he was deaf Uh as a child. So that that was probably like, what the heck, (laughs) you know, to him. So, um, but that telepathy, the collective communication, because uh, he was saying like he was communicating with like 20 or so of them. Yeah. Um, then and, he noticed that supernatural city. Yeah. And, and he had to have a, um, a supernatural builder. I think it's like he called it the mega city or something like that. Mm-hmm. The mega city. He said it had to have a supernatural builder. But all the grand, the grandparents, but the, like see, either great grandmother, great, 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 great. I don't remember. Right. He said he didn't even know, but. They were communicating with him telepathically, um, wondering what he's doing there. Well, we, and then I, know, I like I said that we well we know you're supposed to be here soon, in the near future. So it's almost as if, and I, I've heard this before in other accounts, like the Me too. the family or people on the other side are well. What are you, Why doing, are you here? doing here? Why are you here? You're not supposed to be here till later. As if. Everybody has a time, and those on the other side actually know what time we're going to be showing up. I'm not saying exactly. that is the case, no, but that's does exactly it not kind of almost sound this. like Yes, that? exactly, and that is predestined um, times. You know, religion teachings know that you know, you're not predestined to anything. It's all by free will, free choice, but according to this, they're knowing and, you know, like he said, they weren't expecting him, and and he was questioned more than once. Why is he here now? Even the angel, remember, he said the angel appeared. Exactly. And exactly, asked him, angel yes. himself says, oh, "What are you doing here?" Yeah, exactly, exactly. And he realized it was his guardian angel. He recognized him as his guardian angel. Yeah, um, but uh, backing up a little bit because uh, in between the uh, the questions of why is he here. Um, he said that his eyes was open to the near future, uh, and he didn't really elaborate on that. But he said it, he he was shown things in the near future. Yeah, mm. but he didn't re- relate anything on he that. Didn't really so, go into it too deep. Yeah. And, and maybe that's one of those things that he can they because you hear of people experiencing things and don't come back with everything that they gained from knowledge on that side. So yeah. there are bits and pieces that that. You're not supposed to be aware of on this side. So. Absolutely, absolutely. You definitely need to take that in, into consideration. It gives you something to think about. Now, again, back at the guardian angel yes. part, um, I found it interesting that the guardian angel told this guy that he was one of his completed tasks in his yes, um, portfolio. Yeah, being born. Yeah, and you know he was he helped him and got through that. That that was one of the angel's tasks completed exactly. in his. You know, so it makes you, it gives you a, kind of a little bit of insight into the angelic world, you know, and guardian angels, because if they're guardian angels, they've got jobs to do. Exactly. And they're documenting you and keep taking notes and everything. So right. that was an accomplishment, when, you know, when a guardian angel helps you with birth, I'm sure. Right. You know, and I've been hearing a lot lately, and it's really got my interest peaked. It really, really does. And it's something I want to, I really want to do some research on, get some books on and read on this, because... I've been sensing and feeling this lately. The angels, the the guardian angels that 
we're all supposed to have. I want to learn more of this. And this confirms for me that, you know, we, so they, they are real. And of they, the guardian angels. Yes. yes. And I love the fact that he said uh, he knew he was his guardian angel and he felt close to him. Yeah. So um, the angel even asked him what happened. And then just uh, he said he scanned through him and that. confirmed what happened without him having to relate scanning. anything. Yeah. Because it's showing you can't hide it. You can't even hide anything from angels, much less you know life itself or the, the yes. creator or what we call God. Amazing. I mean, if an angel can scan you and tell tell you what's going on. Imagine, and you can see how the life review just really is like a scan going on through your whole body and being projected all around you at the same time. Right, right. And his angel even telling him, you know, he had to go back and yeah. him being a kid, he's like, mm, I'm going to try to sneak around him. And the I guardian angel laughed. stopped him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I laughed when I heard that part. I really yeah, did. Because I can too. imagine that, you know, this guardian angel said, well, you know, it's not your time. Just, you know, you got unfinished business. And, you know, you're telling that to a little 10-year-old kid, and them eyes are going left and right behind the angel. Yeah, and he he took off and tried to sneak around him. But he said that angel was so lightning fast. Boom, we got him. (laughs) (laughs) He he could not, you know, so. But anyway, uh, so he sent him back, and he he felt like he was slapped back into the body. Yeah. But he was still in the water. And I like the part where he said he heard this voice, stand straight. Firmly. Firmly. Yes, stand straight firmly. And he said when he did that, he felt a large hand take his body and lift him up out of the water and put him over by the edge of the water or the land. That's what I'm thinking. Why would it not be? Right. Because, I mean, I've heard different accounts where, uh, let me just give an example. Okay, so there was uh, this one lady who uh, recalls her NDE as a child. She was four years old when she had her NDE. And she was asleep on the top bunk, and but there was it was away from the wall enough that she, in her sleep one night, slid between the wall and yeah. the bunk and got stuck and lost her breath and was laying struggling and she died Aww. and she almost died. And she said her brother was asleep underneath, um, and she thought it was him, but she said she felt a back underneath her feet and push her up back to the top so she could climb back up on top when she got back up on top she caught her breath and everything and then looked down gonna thank her brother and he was laying there sound asleep so that was an angel that had helped her you hear thousands of stories and you know yes after story after story of angelic intervention yes and see that is what's got my interest peaked on and i actually listened to a podcast uh, the other day on angels and guardian angels and I'm, there's a couple of books out there that I want to get just to read up on this because it is so very interesting to me. It is. It is. I we, mean, it's something that I've, I've never in my life really, I've heard it all my life, but I've never really believed in it. It's like because religion had had tainted my brain. Influenced and, and, your Yeah, it your influenced me. So I'm like, now that I've been enlightened and awake, awakened. It's like I'm starting to really have confirmations of this. So, Very good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I tell you what. Since we've got um, X amount of time to have to 
try to get all this stuff in. You want to go ahead and roll with another one clip real quick and uh, try to get yes. another one in and get some nugs, see if we can find some more nuggets. Yes, yeah, sounds let's, good. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, and we are rolling. In 1989, I was driving a 1950 Chevy sedan. I was driving above 100 miles per hour on a Cuban country road. I tried to negotiate a narrow curve and failed as I came off the road, and hit several concrete fence poles and one big electrical pole. The car veered into the pasture that had some meadows. The car was flipping and rolling two or three times. At the second meadow, somehow or by someone, my body was extracted from the car. I was suspended in the air and landed softly on the ground. Although I only had a minimal scratch on my right hand only, the car broke apart in many pieces and was completely destroyed. During the experience, my future life as it happens afterward and it is now was flashed on my eyes and brain. I saw a bright light. I saw transparent entities protecting me who were covering my body like in a bubble. I also saw my future sons and daughter. On the ground, I could not believe I was undamaged. I was a newly graduated physician and I knew about physical lesions, etc. It was impossible to be in that accident and suffer no physical damage. I was able to walk away from the accident scene with my clothing that was almost clean. People who came to the scene were looking for a body inside the damaged car. Nobody could believe that I was the driver. When police arrived and confirmed it was my car and I was the driver, everybody present were in awe. From that day forward, I started believing in angels. That is the only feasible explanation I can have of that event. In 2006, I developed cardiac arrhythmia and had a syncope after taking metaprolol from low blood pressure and heartbeat rate. I was taken to the hospital in Miami, Florida. I was working as a registered nurse at the time in the cardiology unit. I was sedated, lying on the hospital stretcher as the doctor initiated a cardioversion procedure to stop my heart briefly and reinitiate it to break down the arrhythmic pattern. Somehow, it took longer than they expected to reinitiate my heart. I saw again a bright light, but this time it was preceded by a long, dark tunnel. In the light, I was greeted again by transparent entities, my deceased grandparents and my unborn daughter and son. I saw my body while my soul was hovering over it. I saw the doctor and the team giving me CPR and preparing the AED although it was not used. Then I was pushed back to my body and my heartbeat re-established. Now, I have three sons and one daughter. My older son is 39 years old, he has two children. I have another son who is 25 years old, and my baby son is 8 months old. My daughter is 8 years old. I thank God every single day. And we are back. Interesting. Okay. It is. It another is. one. Another with that angelic uh, intervention as well. Angelic yeah. there. I mean, this didn't necessarily say angels but he did it say transparent entity so let's 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 uh start from the top with this yeah but there was a part where he said he did start believing in angels and things like that but we'll get mm -hmm. to that we'll get to that so this guy according to his story was like in an accident car accident car was rolling and flipping and this and that but somehow he was thrown out he, he doesn't know yeah. how he something he threw know how that even him happened, right? from the car and he was i thought this was interesting suspicious 
suspended for a moment in the air. Hmm. It is interesting. Then it said his whole life flashed. Mm-hmm. And then there was a bright light. And then the transparent entities. Exactly. Me, he saw my them brain. Protecting. He said he looked around and saw the, those entities protecting him. So that has got to be. And is I, this what I, we call I, angels, those entities? I would think or? so. Um, I, I have heard some people have more than one guardian angel. Um, but. I, I mean, I, I can't say I don't really rightly know, so I can't really answer that. But I, I know we are assigned at least one. So, um, or I feel that we are assigned at least one. I'm going to do more research on that, like I said earlier. But um, the the entities were, were there to assist him. And he said he walked away with just some minor scratches. After the car was completely mangled, the people that arrived on the scene of the accident thought this person was was already deceased. And they had to wait for the authorities to get there and confirm that that was him because nobody believed it. Even the authorities didn't believe it. Yes, exactly. Well, if you don't mind, let's take a step back. I thought it was interesting when um, when we were talking about him seeing the transparent entities protecting. He also saw his future sons and daughters. His children, yes. His children. Would you like to comment on that? Yes, exactly. I mean, I kind of... Um, and he actually got to see them twice in this account. Yes, and he actually wrapped up his story, sharing and you know about his children. And yeah, so that now. is amazing that uh, in two separate accounts he was shown. He didn't have children, but he saw his children. Exactly, he was shown future children that he would have. Wow! So that, that's that's imagine going through life knowing actually knowing from an experience that you're going to have children and you're anticipating that. So what what your mind and state of mind is being has to be knowing that. That would have to be a cool experience, yeah. Yeah. And he said, and, and being able to walk away from that, you know, account, so he actually started believing in believing angels. Believing in angels, yes. And, and this, to me, just the synchronicities that we really get in when we go to when we're getting on the right path, should I say, synchronicities go to happening on a regular basis. For me, this is just another synchronicity that I do need to go ahead and get some books and read up on this because I'm really starting to believe that we all do have those angels. So me, I'm I'm the type of person that not only do I want to believe in it, but I'm like, I want to know who my angels are because what I hear, you can communicate with them. So that is something I'm I'm interested in, but um, back to his uh, his second account uh, when he had uh, some issues the, the he had to deal with health with yeah. his health yeah um, he he said this time he saw a bright light and a long dark tunnel mm-hmm. absolutely yeah which kind of ties in with the the basic NDE you know you hear a lot about the tunnel and the bright light uh, but then again he said he also saw those transparent entities and his grandparents this time he saw family yep and his unborn children again unborn children again yeah yeah yes that's very that's very interesting that and he he also saw he said he saw his body he was floating over yes he had an obe OBE as well at at, at that time yeah and and the um, doctors in the operating room and things like that i think in the er Mm -hmm. room he said he had saw as well but then he had to return he actually returned to his body yeah. Push back, yeah. And then he goes off to, to close out with uh, sharing the information about his three sons and his daughter. 
Yes, very interesting. That and and that's there. That's got to be really, you know, just beautiful for his his state of being to have that future sense fulfilled from what he saw through both of these experiences, and then have both uh, his all of his children there. That you know that did solidify that what he saw was truth yeah, manifested. Yeah. Yes. Beautiful. 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 Well, that's a really great, um, really great story. Actually, both of them were, and um, I guess the main thing I got out of today's uh, reviews really was the actual, just that reminder that there is the angelic realm, there is the angelic guides, there is the, you know, your spirit guides, your angels and things. So in both of these right. accounts, not just these two, but many of them, we get you know, these kind of experiences where, you know, an angels do intervene. Right. And and it's not as the even uh, religion and, and everything portrays them with like these big wings and everything like that. Yeah. But they realize that it is a, a type of Some angel. Some type of entity yeah. or being, yeah. yeah. Being of light or, yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess with that thought in mind, we're going to go ahead and wrap things up. Yes. Thank you so much for listening, guys. And uh, we love you so much. And as always, may peace be with you all. Until next time. Y'all always let your light shine. For more information about the NDE World Podcast, visit nde.world. That's nde.world.com.